Well, for those of you scoring at home, it's been over 100 days since the NHL hit the pause button. But there are signs that the league is ready to once again press play. And those plans reportedly include us. That's right, us here in Toronto. For more on this, let's welcome in 900 CHML Sports Director, our buddy Rick Zamprin. He joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Rick, good afternoon. Jeff, how are you? And well, thanks. Uh, give us the latest. Uh, I understand as of last night, the NHL and the Players Association, they've finalized protocols for training camp and a return to play, which are known as phase three and four of their plan. Yeah, so we've been hearing over the last several weeks now, really, about hub cities and how players would be welcomed back to the ice and to the training room and how coaches would be involved and league officials and how all the testing would work. And basically what the National Hockey League and the NHL Players Association came to an agreement on last night, or at least dotted the I's and crossed the T's last night, was an agreement in place in terms of the, the, the protocols or the framework for how this would all work. So, uh, you know, when teams are reporting to camp, uh, what, are, what are players allowed to do, what are they not allowed to do, how the testing is going to work, uh, you know, what happens if uh, an individual tests positive? What are the protocols behind that? And uh, we've all obviously known about the framework on how the NHL plans to return to its play with the play-in games, the Stanley Cup playoffs, and uh, hopefully by this October, the Stanley Cup will be hoisted by the eventual champion. Knock on wood. All right. Well, today the league has announced nine more players are COVID positive. What impact, if any, does that have on their plans? Well, I think it has it has an impact. There's no doubt about that because over the last month, about five percent of the I think it was nearly 300 and nearly 400 players tested uh, have tested positive. So at, at that rate, if testing continues at that rate, this this league is going to have a big problem. Uh, even with expanded rosters, even with an unlimited amount of goalies at their disposal, at a five percent rate at, at the end of the playoffs, you would think that there's not going to be enough players at least not, not enough NHL quality players that the average fan is going to say, yeah, that is the true champion. Because at this rate, there's going to be a lot of players that are not going to be on the ice because they've tested positive. So let's just hope that once they get in the bubble, and we know that Toronto is one of those bubbles, those hub cities, Edmonton is the other. Once they get in there, if they can stamp out COVID-19 in a hurry or really limit the number of cases that pop up from day to day or week to week, they have a real shot at ending this thing. And I think that's the biggest fear right now. I think most fans, if you ask them uh, whether or not they thought the NHL would uh, eventually launch into their restart season, they would probably say at this point, yeah, it looks positive. But I think the big fear is, will they be able to sustain no cases or very limited amount of cases and be able to finish the season? That's really, I think, the biggest question mark right now. You mentioned whether or not there'd be enough quality players to have a legitimate Stanley Cup champion. Am I the only one when you said that that thought immediately, David Ayers? Has anyone checked in with David Ayers? <laughs> you know, that that is like my nightmare as a Leaf fan uh, come true, is if the Leafs end up uh, playing the Hurricanes and, the fi- and David Ayers is in net. Could you? <laughs> Listen, if I'm uh, Kyle Dubas, the general manager of the Maple Leafs, I'm signing David Ayers as one of my you know 75 <laughs> backup goalies just in case because he obviously has, has a hex on the Maple Leafs. All right. Uh, meantime, the Jays, they're back here in Toronto to, I think, finish off their training camp at Rogers Center. What do we know about their season, Rick? Well, it's really, at last check on pause right now, most of the players, not all, uh, came from Florida to uh, Toronto. As, as we know, the uh, governments provincially and federally said, yes, uh, the team can hold its training camp at Rogers Center, utilize 
uh, the hotel there and and really be in that kind of bubble ballpark, really, not even a city. They'll, they'll just be housed at the Dome. Uh, but not all the players managed to make the trip. We know that uh, at least one uh, player has tested positive down in Florida. They did some contact tracing and a number of other individuals associated with the teams. Of course, no names have been released at this point, but those individuals are still in Florida. and They won't be allowed to come to Canada until they test negative and go through a 72-hour screening process in which no symptoms are being shown, and then they will eventually be able to join the team in TO. But the, the other point is, is that the players that did arrive over the weekend to Toronto all went through the COVID-19 testing protocol that Major League Baseball has instituted, but they, amongst a number of other teams in the majors, are still waiting for those results to come back. And until those results do come back, they can't really go out on the field as a team to uh, perform their training camp skills and duties and all that other kind of stuff. So right now, as of last check, about an hour or so ago, they were still kind of waiting. All right, whether it's the Jays here in Toronto at Rogers Centre or Toronto itself as a hub city for the NHL to resume play, I mean, this is certainly a sports story. It's also a health story, of course, Rick. Have either leagues, Major League Baseball or the NHL, said anything at all to residents who may be concerned about their health uh, with these teams uh, returning uh, to their area? Well, I think the ongoing message has been from every league, really, uh, from from Major League Baseball to the NHL, the, you know, the NBA, NFL has been there as well, even though they're not even conducting their games yet. The message has been, you know, games will only proceed, seasons will only resume or restart if. Uh, you know, public health officials feel that at the end of the day, it is safe to do so. And with no fans in attendance, that is safe to do so. As long as the players are on board and they agree that there's an inherent risk that, yes, they can catch this if they, you know, body check someone in, in you know, in, in, the, in the corner or, or an open ice hit and they contact it some way, they're, they've signed up to do that. So the way the NHL and all the other leagues are uh, kind of structuring their campaigns is using these bubble cities. So players will be basically housed in hotels separate from the general public. They will be transported to and from hotels and arenas separate from the general public. Everything is going to be controlled in a controlled environment to get these players from A to B uh, without interacting with anybody else. And I know I've already fielded some questions, and I'm sure you know sports pundits uh, around the world have fielded the same thing. What happens if player X decides to be a goof and, you know, escapes the bubble because he wants nightlife in Toronto or I'm not sure if there is a nightlife in Edmonton, but if he wants some kind of, you know, nightlife scene in Edmonton, will they escape the bubble? What happens then? Obviously there would be some severe ramifications, but from a public health standpoint, the bubble is the way to go and it's probably the safest and the only way to, uh, to make this season happen. Well, when we talk about public safety along those lines, the PGA with a significant announcement just in the last hour or so, uh, the Memorial Tournament in Ohio, they've now, Rick, scrapped plans to have limited spectators. That's a pretty big statement because the PGA was ready to be kind of one of the first to really welcome at least limited fans back. Yeah, they were looking at about 20% capacity, which would be around eight or 10,000 people uh, in Ohio, and uh, they said, listen, you know, with, with rising cases in the U.S., we can't really predict how this is going to proceed, and this tournament's just coming in a couple of weeks' time. I think it's uh, July 16th to 19th, and, uh, uh, you know, I give the PGA credit to say, you know, this is still an issue. We can't, uh, you know, put the public in harm's way, much like the NHL is having a bubble kind of campus for, uh, you know, the East and Western conferences. The PGA has said, listen, we can't allow fans to uh, contract this virus. Players on the PGA Tour are still getting it. Uh, Caddies are still getting it. So uh, I think this was the right uh, decision uh, from the PGA Tour. 
Well, you're right. You've got to be flexible. You've got to make decisions uh, on the fly when it comes to this. Uh, just finally, has there been any official announcement or at least word when we'll get an official announcement as to the hub cities? Uh, again, this has been talked about, bantied about uh, as if it were fact for, I don't know, the last five, six days, it seems, uh, Rick. But there's been no official announcement, right, by the NHL that uh, they are coming here to Toronto? Well, yeah, yeah, I think Toronto and, and Edmonton, it's pretty much a fait accompli. As, as, as long as, you know, the commissioner hasn't got up and said this is the plan, you know, th- that question mark remains. But, you know, those are the two cities that they're looking at. Basically, the holdup now, and it's not really a holdup, it's the, the NHL and the Players Association now negotiating on a new extension to their collective bargaining agreement, which includes this shortened season, uh, because that has to be included in the new CBA. So once that is ironed out, I think we'll get all the information that we need in terms of hub cities and testing protocols and all that kind of stuff. It just finally, Rick, this just occurred to me. If the Stanley Cup isn't awarded till what do they say, in October, sorry? Yeah. When do they start the season? Like, does the season start up again the next week? Uh, no, that'd be great for hockey fans. But no, <laughs> the, the, the plan is to start sometime in January. And it could start on January 1st with our outdoor uh, classic game that the NHL has really popularized over the last number of years. Uh, so that is really the tentative restart for 2020. Uh, 21, which they are planning to play a full 82 game season and playoffs. So the next year will most doubtably or undoubtedly run into the summer months as well. And then there's, you know, the sentiment out there that they'll restart sometime in October and have a very short off season, but that remains to be seen as well. Maybe hockey will uh, adopt some baseball uh, heritage and go with double headers to get the games in. I don't know. That that would be something. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't it? Hey, Rick, thanks as always. Appreciate the time. You got it. All right. Be well. There goes Rick Samprin from her sister station, 900 CHML in Hamilton.